Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm super happy to have you here with me wherever you are in the world, whatever day it is. I hope that you're having a good one. If not, take a minute, take a couple deep breaths, regroup, refocus, maybe put on your favorite song and rock out, maybe roll the window down if you're in the car, um, listen to the rest of this podcast. It might shift your shift your energy. <laughs> Anyway, whatever you can do, just remember that just because it's been a bad day so far doesn't mean it has to stay that way the rest of the day. I wanted to also offer you something that I think I'm going to start every new every new episode with this moving forward, and it's just like a quick two-minute breathing exercise. It's not even two minutes. It's like so fast, and it's more of I want you to pay attention to where your shoulders are and drop them. Like if you're holding them up, like we hold so much tension in our bodies that we don't even realize we're holding and so much stress that way that we're very tensed up a lot like like shoulders up to your ears almost or not even they don't have to be all the way up to your ears but like more tightened and intense than it needs to be and so I just welcome you to notice that throughout the rest of this episode and throughout the rest of your day and drop your shoulders down and allow yourself to relax and take a deep breath and it literally, it's just so powerful. We underestimate so much this magic. Basically, it's a magical gift that we have that makes us, you know, live um, and survive. And it's breathing. And it's one of our built-in tools that we have everywhere we go, no matter what. You don't look weird. You don't have to make a sound if you don't want to. Like, it is just an ongoing thing that's with you always that we tend to not put a lot of... Um, power on and it really is super powerful. So the more that you can recognize that and pay attention, the better off overall you're going to be. So drop those shoulders, take a, take a deep breath wherever you are and let's get started. So I was reading a book this morning and I had like a completely different topic <laughs> in mind to talk about today. And then there was this part, it was like towards the end of the book, and um, I love that. I always love towards the end of the book when everybody, like everything's coming together, right? And it's making sense and, and it's all, not that the whole book didn't make sense, but you get what I mean. Anyway, and there was a statement that she made or a story that she shared that really brought up a lot of stories in myself and a lot of, oh God, yes, this is what I need to share with the world today. And I'll give you the Cliff Notes version of of what she was sharing, but um, she was talking about a time, I don't know when this was, but there was a time where there were like several monks murdered um, by other monks, which is like, whoa, right? And it was around the time that she and another, like a group of people were supposed to be sitting or were going to sit with uh, the Dalai Lama. And, you know, you could tell everybody was just wanting to give him their condolences because of what had happened and his response was like thank you obviously thank you for the condolences but this is why we practice 
And instead, so instead of being really emotional or upset or whatever, which I've, I'm sure he had lots of emotions because he's still human. Um, but the truth is it, such a beautiful thing to find when some when something happens and you can say, yeah, that's shitty, right? <laughs> Not great. But this is why we practice. This is why we practice. And <laughs> that statement is a version of other things that I have been so grateful for over the past two years especially. And I want to explain to you, I'm going to give you guys like some pretty detailed experiences, I believe, here and uh, of my own experiences and why this is why we practice is just like at the end of the day, it's such a big and predominant statement that just, I mean, couldn't be more accurate. And to give you a little bit of uh, info, like I hope, my hope is with this podcast and the rest of what we're about to talk about is that whether you're somebody who's super committed to the daily tasks and super committed and devoted to what you're doing or you've been working to get to that place maybe. Maybe that's been a goal and you go back and forth, which a lot of us do until we finally get really in a good groove. Um, whether No matter where you are in that, that self-commitment place, of consistency, um, you know, in order to make life simpler, that foundational piece, no matter where you are, I hope that this podcast and the rest of this podcast episode will, first of all, remind you that you're not alone. Second of all, remind you why you're doing it. And if you've not been doing it, this might be the just the motivator that you need. Because I think that we are motivated a lot of times by like what we're supposed to be doing. Well, if I want this, I'm supposed to do this and blah, blah, blah. Well, that doesn't really suit well or sit well with a lot of people. Um, recently, like I was talking to a client and we were talking about how he started this new um, hobby of hunting, right? And he's like, the story, the conversations with him about hunting are amazing just because his thought process around it is so different. And... Um, and he was saying, yeah, I it, it's making me want to be more um, committed to my fitness routine because I'm going to walk up and down these hills and valleys and have to, you know, if I kill a deer or an elk, like I have to carry that son of a bitch out. And I want to be able to do that without, you know, harm or having to leave parts of the animal behind or whatever. And so it was a really cool experience because I always love when we finally get down to a place where we can have a different type of motivator than what we're supposed to be doing. It's a deeper, mean, more meaningful motivator. And that's one of those things that it fuels people in a different way, whether we want to admit it or not. Like it's real pretty for us, every person in the planet to just want to say out loud, oh yeah, well, I'm super committed and, and just, I'll say I'm going to do something and I'm always going to do it. And the truth is, that's really not normally the case without a lot of trial and error, without a lot of ups and downs and things like that most of the time. But like, it's a rarity that someone's like, I'm making this commitment. And then like the moment they say that from then on, they're committed, right? Um, but we can find some of these more deeply rooted, more emotional motivators than it it just helps, right? It just really helps to remember and to be able to say like, this is why we practice. Because the truth is life will always happen. 
Okay, life will always happen. Um, things will go on that might throw you off course for a couple of days a week, a month, a year. <laughs> Obviously, the goal is to never have it be that long, but depending upon the circumstances, right? Like we all have very different circumstances and our circumstances sometimes change from hour to hour, day to day, right? And so being able to ebb and flow with that um, is extremely important. That's kind of the whole point of what I do and what I teach is the ebb and flow of all of that. The ebb and flow of all of that is the piece where, you know, we are able to deal basically and not be so thrown off that everything crumbles around us. Like there's a lot to be said about people who don't work on building a foundation because their whole existence is like a house of cards, a hundred percent like a house of cards. And so when, you know, shit hits the fan, like let's think about the stuff's flying at you. That house of cards is going to crumble right? That's not what we want. We've talked a bit about the foundation and there's an episode that I'll link below called um, The Sink Versus the Well. And that one goes into great, great, great detail about how fixing the sink is, is a very small part of your problem if your well is cracked up and bullshit, right? Like you need a good sturdy well for the sink to even matter, right? So we always want to like do the pretty thing, when instead it's like, but what about what's under the surface or what about the surface, right? The foundation. So this is going to be a little bit um, of, of some stories and some realities as to why we do these this work and why the things that I talk about in these episodes or if you follow me on social media or you've ever worked with me before, you know, like I wholeheartedly believe in intentional living and doing these basic in every single room of the house things every day. Um, meaning you're paying attention to all areas of your life every day. Um, doing that creates this foundation and and it creates the ability to withstand storms. And that's why. So I'm going to explain. Um, because it happens to everyone and there's a large group of people who walk around and say, yeah, well, it must be nice. She has a different experience than me. I can't operate that way because blah, 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 because these things happen to me. And it's like, here's the deal. Everybody has shit, right? Everybody has things that happen to them. Everybody has days, months, weeks where they're tested. Like your foundation is fucking rocked, right? It happens. What you don't know or what what we don't necessarily see also because a lot of people don't show it to you is that every person just handles it differently. Um, And if you have the practice and you have the foundation, then it looks really different from the outside, when, when shit's falling apart, right? Because it's really not falling apart per se. Um, you're still standing on a really stable ground. So an example of this is a couple years ago when I did my whole like love story, fall in love really quickly, drop everything, can't like can't eat, can't sleep without one another, like can't breathe, must move to Iowa, okay? So it was funny because when that happened, Everything inside of my body was like, you must go. Like, you have to go there. There was no question. There was no doubt. Um, it was a very interesting experience for me. Uh-uh. No. Sorry, Mac is recovering from a surgery, and uh, if he licks his leg, it's big bad news because he still has his staples in. So there was that. Um, <laughs> it's a story of my life. I feel like I've said no more in the last three weeks or two weeks than I have in my entire life. For real, my neighbors probably think that I'm like the meanest mom alive. Anyway, so I had everything back to Iowa. I had this, you know, 
whole situation, I mean, I had panic attacks for because I was scared to tell people here, and I was like scared of what I what was going to happen and blah, 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 but still, I knew I needed to go, right? So what that looked like was packing up all my shit. Well, what I did was I did the Marie Kondo um, method, and I got sorted through all of my stuff because I had a three-bedroom house that I had been living in for two or three years at the time, and I had accumulated quite a bit of shit, right? That happens. Um, I had a whole room devoted to being a closet. It was my dressing room. It's where I got dressed and put my makeup on and everything. It was gorgeous. But it was like one whole wall of shoes, one whole wall of clothes, you know, and that was just like one season's worth of clothes. The other seasons were in other closets and I'd swap them out. And anyway, needless to say, I had a lot more stuff than I really needed. Um, so I did like a huge purge and got rid of a ton of stuff and packed up my whole house. And, um, Anthony came up to St. Louis from Des Moines and we packed up my shit and the truck in a day and left the next morning. Like he flew in. We left the next morning with my Jeep on a trailer behind it, me, him and Bonnie in the truck and drove to Iowa. Um, and then I, we unpacked everything into his apartment and I got to town on putting everything away and, and, and anyways, and we started our life there. And that included him being in night school full-time, um, Chandler, his son, being with us and me being stepping into that role, right? And, and putting a routine in place for everyone and being a family and being a mom and doing all the things, right? So it was a lot. It was amazing. I loved being in that space. I loved that apartment. I really actually still thoroughly enjoy Des Moines. We lived in West Des Moines, for those of you who are familiar with the area, and I loved it there. And um, yeah, we were on a roll, right? We were on our path. And it was an adjustment period for me specifically. And, you know, for all of us it was, but moving because I lived alone for so long where I could do whatever I wanted, whatever I wanted to, right? Like, it didn't matter. I was never getting disturbed other than by like things like that with the dog, you know? Um, and my foundation of fitness, of my business structure, of my brand structure, of my team, um, that I built of the project management stuff of my clientele and my, my audience, um, my mindset work, all of that stuff was really, really tested. It was all so necessary and I was so grateful that I had that foundation and it was back to that, this is why we practice. I remember sitting in the middle of it all going, how in the fuck am I getting all of this done? I remember Anthony going, I have no idea how you're doing everything you're doing, like cooking all these meals and keeping the house super clean. All the laundry was done all the time, like all this stuff. He's like, I have no idea how you're doing this. And other than to be, that's a whole nother conversation for another day is that obviously I went a little extreme on some of the things. Um, and I personally suffered a bit for that. But at the end of the day, like I was fine and everything was good and my business was still doing what it was doing. And, um, and that comes from having a solid foundation. And, um, I remember like, I look back now and I think, holy shit, how grateful am I for the fact that I was able to do that? And jump all in and experience everything there that I needed to experience. And then when the time was, when it was done and I needed to leave, I was also able to do that in a moment's notice, you know, and without ruining my business or anything. I was in a very emotional place. Um, 
Everything that happened in Iowa was hard at the end. Um, it was great until it wasn't great anymore. And it was very emotional. And it was it was like a comet had come in and just exploded. And everything, I'm looking around and I didn't recognize anyone, you know. And, and Anthony was acting like a completely different person and, you know, all of this stuff. So it was hard. But I remember coming back to St. Louis, like I packed up all my shit in like a two-day window, <laughs> came back to St. Louis and like, didn't feel any emotions probably for a couple of days, really. I was like in a, in a fog and got everything, you know, into this apartment, which I had never even seen before. I had already signed all the paperwork and paid the deposit before I'd ever even like laid eyes on the complex or anything. I'd sent my parents here to make sure that it looked like it did in the pictures and wasn't like a piece of shit, right? Like I wasn't getting catfished <laughs> basically. And then anyway, so I un- un- unpacked everything and then which leads me to the next thing that I wanted to use as an example of of this. And it was last year, um, 2019 for me was like a lot of excavating. I've been excavating deep down into shit for a few years now for real hard. But last year in particular, I was able to put all of my focus on me, on healing, on healing things that sure definitely were from my situation in Iowa, but also in healing things that had been coming in and stored and happening to me, stored in my body and happening to me for so many years. I was able to focus on them and put the time and energy on them that they needed so that I could heal and get past it. So I wasn't in five years like losing my shit over things that had happened in Iowa, right? Or things that had happened when I moved back. Like I had a lot to, to deal with with my relationship with Tony who, you know, is my current boyfriend, but like we have had so much history and so much shit. And anyway, and so I had the ability to focus on all of that. There was a moment... um probably like, I don't know, it got, you know what? It was after a year of it. It really was. It was after a year of having my business where basically I was getting out of bed just enough to talk to my clients, post something on the internet, send my clients their notes after our coaching calls. And then I'd close my computer and I'd go back to bed or go outside or whatever, go back into silence basically. Um, and I was able to do that. And I remember like a year after, like a whole year of doing that, I was like, wow, what a fucking testament. I think it was I was looking at my banking statements or something. I was looking at my banking. That's what it was for my taxes. And I was like, wow, I was still able to create six figures last year. Like I still made money every month, plenty of money to pay all my bills. I actually paid off debt last year, like a ton of debt last year. And then the beginning of, so between like 2000, when did I move back? I moved back April of 2019. So think about it, like from then till this April, right, of 2020. I remember sitting there in 2020, a couple months in, looking back and, and looking at the numbers for 19 and being like, holy shit, like, wow, what a beautiful testament to all of the hard fucking work I had I had done for so many years of building this brand and building this foundation and setting up my team and taking care of myself so that my body could even handle what was going on, that my brain, I was capable to be self-aware and to do the work. Like it was an, I still feel like completely overwhelmed with gratitude when I think about that. 
when I think about that's why, like that's why I do it all in here. This is why we practice. This is why we practice. So that when things happen, we can be in them. We can be present. We can allow ourselves to feel the emotions and deal with the things, which is the healthy thing to do. That's the healthy thing to do versus pretending like nothing happened and then pushing through, right? Instead, we're able to to be present in those moments and experience them and do what we need to do with them without everything crumbling to a million pieces. This is why we practice. And like when I was reading it in this book today, this, it hit me like just this past week. So, which I wanted to share these things as kind of an evolution, right? Of, of the processes that we go through um, and how the foundation serves everything. And so like this past week, um, I had a pinched nerve in my shoulder and it was, and who knew this could happen, right? I had no idea, but it was literally affecting every fucking muscle in my body. Like it was so tensed up that it was shooting down this arm, shooting down my whole spine. And I was so tensed that I had pain in my ears. Like I turned my head and it felt like someone was stabbing me in my ears. Every joint in my body was sore. All my muscles were sore. Like everything I thought I was, I didn't know what the fuck was wrong with me. Right. Until we figured it out. And then I'm like, oh, okay. So now we're dealing with that and it's, it's getting better. But because of that, I was able, I had to take the whole week off. I worked on Friday. Um, and I mean, I couldn't, I wasn't sleeping. Like it was bad. And I sat there and thought about it. And I was like, how cool is it that I was able to give myself that space? Work when I needed to, do what I needed to do. And like, this is why we practice. This is why we practice is what I kept thinking. And then this morning I read that and I was like, yes, that's why. And the cool part is part of the evolution was in the past, especially that whole year that I was like not towards the end of that year of all the healing and like doing less than I'd ever done before, I was really fucking hard on myself mentally about not doing enough. Like I'm already, it's already a thing that I've always had to deal with, but I was really hard on myself about I'm not doing enough. What the fuck? There's something wrong with me. I should be doing more. I should be making more. I should be blah, 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 right? All the things. That that voice was really loud in my head. And so the cool part is, again, the evolution is this past week which I normally in the past would have done exactly what I just described to you, even though I was so in such a shitty space that I couldn't even focus. And I would have been no use to anyone, really. It would have been me, not very responsible of me to uh, try to coach anyone during that. Um, what a great space for me to be able to not be mad at myself or not be mean to myself. And instead, I was understanding, like, this is this is it. You know, this is where we're at, and that's fine. Like, I show up for everyone when they need me and I will always show up for everyone when they need me. This is not changing that, you know? And so it was really cool. Um, and it was really cool to see the part, that different part of the evolution again of this is why we practice, right? Because you get to a place of being able to allow yourself grace and to turn down those voices that have always been so loud for forever in your life. You get to that place and... Well, look, think about it. You get to that place that came from self-awareness, mindfulness practices, being present, taking the time to slow down, reprogramming your your automatic thoughts. 
all of that stuff is stuff I practice and practice and practice and practice and practice for years and years and years and years. And it keeps turning up and uncovering something else. Well, it's like a constant freaking devotion that I've had for five, six years. And this is why we practice. Every time you see yourself in these situations and then being different and better and whatever it might be. So where did all this start for me? That's what I wanted to kind of wrap up a little bit with here. My old coach, an old coach of mine, and I, I don't remember who said this to him. Somebody somewhere came up with this, coined this phrase. It wasn't him, but um, would you rather be a warrior in the garden or a gardener in the war? And that shit hit me deep. Okay. I was at the time, I was hustling hard, like all the time working obnoxious hours still, you know, producing more fucking content than I could even keep up with. Um, I was doing yoga. I mean, I was doing yoga, but I was not taking my health and my body as seriously as I know I should have been. And there was this moment when I heard, are you, would you rather be a warrior in the garden or a gardener in the war? When I realized if shit hit the fan today, so, so Tony is like my partner in life, right? For centuries, um, for lifetimes, but his house was 40 is a 45 minute drive from mine. So I thought to myself, if shit hit the fan, for whatever reason, and I had to walk there, which is the safest place that I'm aware of because he's got all the rations and all the things, right? If I had to walk there at that at that time, there's no fucking way in hell I would have made it. No way. There's no way physically I would have made it. So I hired a trainer and I got really fucking serious about my body. And I went and it sucked and it was horrible. And I was never one of those people who was like, I can't wait to work out. I was always like, crap, it's time. And I tried, you know, I'd say I get to work out. I do all the things, but it's still not something that like energized me. It totally drained me every time. But I fucking went and I went with my trainer for years. And I was a warrior in the garden. I wasn't a gardener in the war. And I'm still not a gardener in the war. And I was able to experience life a little bit differently knowing that I was also physically capable. Like I've always been mentally and emotionally capable of doing things, but I was not physically capable before. And I built a physical foundation in my body that allows me to know that physically, if I had to walk 45 minute drive, so I don't know how many miles, 25, 30 miles, if I had to walk that, I fucking could. A hundred percent. I could hike it through. I wouldn't have to stay on the road. I could just go through the woods because there's a lot of different cut throughs I could take and shit. I could do that. There was a time that I couldn't do that. And that's when the foundation piece for me got even more serious. Like I'd always done the processes and the things in the business and the daily routines, the morning routines, the bedtime routines, like all that shit. Because here's the deal. As human beings, we are created to thrive on routine. Look at babies. They have to have it or it's just not a good thing. Look at kids, right? They don't have routine. They're freaking wild. And, and they're not... It's, you're doing children a disservice, quite honestly, without giving them some sort of a, of a routine. 
but we're also doing ourselves a disservice. Like we thrive in waking up around the same time, going to bed around the same time, eating every day around the same time. Do your research. There's a lot of research that shows you this scientifically and medically in our bodies. That is the way we're designed to tick. Okay? So I've always been very serious about the routine, but the function of the body because I have so many health issues, which I've told you guys about before, and it's always been such a struggle for me, I didn't think it was possible for me to be physically aware, physically okay, physically stable and strong enough to walk that distance and have to do that and to be able to be a warrior in the garden in that capacity. I didn't think it was possible, but I knew I needed to fucking figure out something. And so I hired Brent, and we did our thing for a really long time, and... uh I was with him until I moved to Iowa, you know, so I don't even know how long it was. It was years, but that's why I started weight training. And it was because I was like, nope, I'm not going to be caught unprepared. Like I'm not going to be caught unprepared. And here's the fun, here's the fun side of that. People are like, well, Jamie, you can't prepare for everything. Like, you know what, you don't know what everything's going to be, you know, everything that life's going to throw at you. That is a fucking fact, hard fact. But if you have mastered this if you have mastered this you have mastered this you have mastered this you have mastered your whole body then when shit is thrown at you you're able to handle it because you're in control of you like your understanding of what you can control what you can't you're okay with surrendering when you need to you know what your body's capable of you know what your mind is capable of you can look at situations differently because your mind is clear and not cluttered, because you're self-aware and you have emotional um, awareness, like all of these things, right? This is why we practice. Because we don't know what life is going to throw at us. We don't know how everything's going to turn out every single day. But when we can polish this vessel and every part of it and the way that we engage and the way that we do work and the way we have commun- you know, communicate with friends and family and relationships and business, whatever, our connections, our body, our mind, and our business, when we are doing all of those things and practicing all those things, then no matter what's thrown at us, like we got this. Does that make sense? Like We got this. So this is why we practice. So nothing really falls apart. Nothing really falls apart. Even though sometimes it feels like everything's falling apart in the moments. At the end of the day, with the big picture, you zoom out and you look, and the foundation's still there. And you're able to handle what you need to handle and deal with what you need to deal with. And... Do it in a way that suits you, that serves you, that's of integrity, that you'd be proud of, you know, Um, and it's because we practice every day. And so I just thought it was extremely important to touch base on this and kind of, like I said, give you guys some, um, give you guys some idea of, of some narratives and some stories as to why this is how this works. I think it's always important. I love storytelling because everybody pulls something different from what you share, um, based upon their own needs at the time, their own experiences at the time. Um, or I mean, experiences in life, like we all pull from stories 
what we need. And that's kind of why I wanted to share a few different instances on, that all connect back with this same statement. Um, so what that means, is that mean you need to run out and hire a trainer? No. Does that mean that you need to stay committed to bettering yourself? Yeah, like I think you should. When I say bettering yourself, I mean, I don't mean going out and collecting a million dollars. Like we've gotten so twisted up in, in what it means to take care of yourself and what it means to be, to to build a foundation to where everyone assumes that it means they have to like be resourcing piles and piles of money. Like sure, yes, that's part of a foundation that can be part of your stability 100%. But I'll tell you what, that's a small minuscule piece where if the rest of your shit's not in order, that doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all. Not even a little bit. Especially if happy, I have these freaking fly in here. It came in earlier. I left the door open. Anyway, um, <laughs> that is a piece of, oh, for those of you in audio, you didn't see me. I was swatting a fly away. <laughs> I started videoing too, by the way. That was, that's, so to FYI for you guys, side note. Um, I, I'm going to start videoing my podcast as well so that I can upload them to YouTube so they can be um, accessible from all different platforms where people like to listen. So anyways, what I ask of you or my suggestion I should say for you is to pick three, pick three things that serve you personally, that serve your body, your mind, your spirit, and do them every day. Do the three of them every day. Um, We've talked a little bit about this, but doing that and making sure that you're putting the time and attention in to mastering you, the best time you can spend ever. You got to slow down though. You got to start, stop over giving. You have to stop over promising. You have to start saying no. You have to make yourself and your well-being a priority. And because of that, and when you do, and again, we all get in these moments where it's like the struggle is real, right? (laughs) The goal of this podcast was to remind you that it's all worth it. It's all for a reason. It all is serving a bigger purpose than we realize. And that's the piece we have to hang on to. That's the intention. That's the purpose behind the tasks. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope this was informative um, and that you took something good away from it. As always, if, you, if you're confused or you, you're like, Jamie, I don't know what three things I should do. I'll put my email below. Email me, guys. Like, I'm here for that. Like, I'm here to talk about it. Or you can message me on social media. Um, let me know. So Instagram is a little bit more difficult, honestly, in the DM department than Facebook is, but you can message me and like put the word question at the top of it or something. So I see that, um, when I'm looking at the inbox and I can respond to you faster that way. But, um, I'll put the links to my socials below. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, first of all, thank you for listening. Um, thank you for showing up here with me. It means the world to me that you take, you know, 30, 40 minutes out of your time to sit down and chat with me um, and be here. So if you do enjoy, make sure that you have subscribed to our podcast. Make sure that you, if you feel inclined to leave a review, we absolutely appreciate that. And if you think someone else could benefit from this, please hit share. Share it on social, 
on your stories, send it to a friend, text, whatever it might be. Um, and if you do it on social media, we love to be tagged in those. Like it makes my heart real happy. But um, sharing that is sharing it is something that having your help with is is so good and so big, and it's a big deal to me because we can't pay for that, right? Like I can't pay for for that. And getting the message in front of as many people as we can is the point. So to raise the overall vibe of the world and to help us all, you know, be a better human. Like that's, that's my ultimate goal. So thank you for being here and enjoy the rest of your day, guys. See you later.